I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The microphone is still the only weapon I like to feel in my firm grip, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. Pete's here. Milkim. And I'm here, (laughs) Marcus C. Speller. Uh, Yet more dastardly activity concerning fever has been reported, and no doubt that will continue as the days go by. If you were in charge of stopping corruption at FIFA, what measures would you take? Jim. Well, I think what should happen is um, we set up a sort of like kangaroo court. Nice. Um, <laughs> with, with Andrew Jennings um, oh, pretty much in okay. charge of it. Because Andrew Jennings is like the Jimmy McNulty um, <laughs> uh, uh, when it comes to sort of trying to Some completely undermine FIFA and, get, and getting inside the way they work. So I think we. we, uh, we he we, deserves it as well. Yeah, yeah, he, he's worked hard for that opportunity. Well, absolutely, he has. And he Does he want the more admin? He's only proved so much. He's like, <laughs> I've only done the groundwork. I shouldn't have yeah. to dispatch. He follows me on Twitter. Oh, very my nice. favourite okay, follower. Very well nice. done. <laughs> so, um, Luke was offended by that. My favourite follower. Marcus Speller's favourite follower. Yeah. We'll be doing that section later, yeah. so don't, don't jump in too quickly, mate. <laughs> um, 
disciples. <laughs> so basically, what I would what I would have is I would go through the report that Michael Garcia had and uh, get a proper concise listing of all the actual concerns he had. Have Big Sep. Um, mm. as I'm sure he loves to be known yep. um, strapped to a lie detector test basically mm. also on a bungee cord nice uh, on like a platform above a, f- a tank of water so like every time he lies he gets dunked in and then he shoots back out what's the in the cord. water just water water but it's just it's probably not very <laughs> nice is it being he's dunked old. And he's, yeah. also very he's quite old, old as yeah. well yeah. can't it be pissy water oh. why not yeah why not Marcus he's ruined our game he'll yeah. get hypothermia it's not our game no if he gets if he gets splash of water, he'll get hypothermia anyway. You don't need to add urine into it. The urine will warm him up, warm him up so <laughs> he'll stop the hypothermia. So actually, mm. Coca Cola, it's sponsored loads of football stuff. It oh, that would be not nice to be done. Yeah, that would be that. So that would be yeah, fitting. Have you seen yeah. when they put a, melt teeth, a tooth in uh, Coca Cola? Exactly. Dissolve, yeah, yeah. Or is that an old wives' tale? So no, that I think that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 a little like a forty thousand year old mammoth I saw on Channel Four yesterday. It's set made of tooth. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He's all calcified, at least, eh? at least tooth and nail. You're yeah. saying the word calcified a hell of a lot on the show recently. Am I? Yeah, it's right. off. the third time. All right, can I introduce the the um, element that is keratin? It's not an element. <laughs> it's, a, it's a compound, if anything. Keratin yeah. is hair, isn't it? Yeah. yeah anyway, okay. Jim, so he's dunking in Coke. You basically dunk, every time he lies, he gets dunked in Coke. Yeah. Um, and then he's just going to stop, isn't he? Sounds Nasty. like a FIFA party. He anyway. wants to stay dry. <laughs> yeah. Dunked in Coke and undone. But not just him though. There's a lot of oh, loads of you. Start with him. Or all no, all of them on the on this platform. And anytime any of them. Like, exactly. They all get so they've all got to learn together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> um, I, good. With my help, you got there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the FIFA way. Luke. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I would do... What We're I not would doing do the hellos again. I get them all out... Milk I, I get them all out into the courtyard. <laughs> the uh, courtyard? At FIFA House. FIFA 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 some sort of courtyard there. Yeah. Some, I imagine some well, sort of Have you been flag. to FIFA House, Luke? No. I thought, yeah. but it's, it's probably a courtyard with a flag that they all salute to every morning. <laughs> <laughs> And it's all going to be men working there. There's no girls working there. So what I would do is I would get them all Pop out them in there, the dungeons. In like you know when they have oh, a yeah, oh come on, in an, in an army sort of barracks lineup mm. on parade or whatever. Yeah, and I'd make them all whip their trousers and pants down <laughs> just to disarm them. Yeah, because yeah. they'll be they'll be conscious of that. Yeah, right. And then I, what I would make them do is with all the every single email they've ever sent in hard copy, mm. read it out in full mm. so we can know if they've been cheating or corrupting or not and, and so and not redact anything it's mm. all got to be read out mm. and then at the end I'll make a decision uh, who to fire and I'll fire them all Hang on, uh, on they still they still got their trousers down at this yeah. point. Yeah, and then I was. Th- I was what could th- be I- listen? What could be more uh, embarrassing than being fired from your job in public with your trousers and pants down? You could get the same pieces of paper and give them nasty bum paper, paper cuts. Paper cuts on their, oh. on their on their bum. Yeah, on that as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised David Conn hasn't suggested this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like David Conn. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Finally, you went to it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does actually. <laughs> uh, Pathetic. You talk about the journalists, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You do. I did a Q&A with him in Manchester. Lovely oh, chap. Who, who, Carry on, Pete. Carry on. We'll, we'll, more on who I met recently <laughs> later. <laughs> Peter. Um, I would just take away their fucking internet banking calculators. Because <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be able to check where the bungs have gone. Yes. So they'd just be like, they'd be flying blind, they'd be at the cash point later on going, ooh, have I got enough money to get out? Ooh. And then they, they wouldn't want the stress of, uh, you know, not knowing whether they've got money in their account or so not. They so they play fair. So just take really away the So it really is a internet. particular stress for FIFA executives. Yeah. 
him speak. I think it is. Just take away <laughs> the internet banking access calculator thingamajigs. Yeah. Hello, is that the FBI? You don't need to bother freezing their asses. <laughs> I'll take care of that. I've got this. You know those little calculators you get? Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah, take no, care of We're not even taking d- their cards away, just the calculators. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah exactly. So they spend as much money as they like, but they won't know how much money they've got. And that's so, a horrible so feeling, isn't it? So, yeah, so they're. You wake up yeah. and you know you've spent money, but you don't know how much. It's Spoken awful. like a true stand up. There we go. Well, if a FIFA delegate for me is found to be corrupt, then that individual, I would make them run around the pitch um, in a maybe a full England kit because not centre like England. Uh, but the, the attire we can we can work out um, for the whole night. They'd, so they'd have to run around the pitch for the whole ninety minutes during a World Cup match at Qatar twenty twenty two. Like that. Um, and yeah. security guards will be placed around the pitch to ensure that there's no slacking off. They won't be able to wear an England kit if England are actually playing, though. That'll be confusing. Oh, well, mm. the, okay, whatever. Then they could full I, I suit. Like, I do like that idea, though. They have to enter in like a league. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care if you're 77 years old, Sep. Like, yeah. That'd be brilliant. Go Man, on. It, it's for the good of the game. <laughs> He'll be 85 by No, then. but it's quite, <laughs> quite poetic that it'll be in, in the pitch in Qatar. Yeah, because no, apparently it'll all be air conditioned, yeah, fine, so you won't get too hot. Yeah, <laughs> won't get too <laughs> Don't hot. Don't need water breaks. Pegging around the pitch, so that'll be humiliating in front yeah. of the world, and you will know that he was the corrupt one, whoever yeah. it is. Um, and as I say, if they begin to slack off, because they're be, they're quite old, a lot of. Would them. you not prefer a slow walk around the pitch? No, mm. no, I want Everyone them to get knackered. No, I want no, them to know how ridiculous it is having a, the bloody World Cup in a desert with those <laughs> with those three pinned reflective pieces of cardboard uh, you wear um, when you're on the beach around the, the to, to get a tan on yeah. the first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I burn burn them. Burn them. <laughs> I, I burn love them. the idea of Chuck Blazer like just <laughs> waddling around up top. I don't think he's gonna have to do it because he's he wore no, a wire. No, not on the pitch, around the pitch. No, no I think no, they and play Andrew, a game. And, and Andrew Jennings on top of one of the um stands with a massive giant uh, magnifying glass. Yes. Burning them like uh-huh. ants. And fans can throw anything mm. at them as they go around. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's done. That's it's that done. Some very right wing answers from all of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> To a very right-wing problem. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I think maybe Jim's got the points because he mentioned Andrew Jennings. Yeah, fair enough. Always got many Twitter followers. Really, he really. knows your pressure points. So he? Indeed, he does. <laughs> as you should all do by now. Um, uh, so there we are. Let's go to the Premier League, and we're going to start where else? With United, Newcastle United, the true United. They're on the march with Pardew's army. Unbelievable scenes. <laughs> um, and we got West Ham at the weekend. Fifty-five quid for a ticket. It's wow. worth it at the moment. I spent 55 what quid a bargain. to sit in the middle of West Ham fans going, no, pretending st- I don't like Newcastle. But they can't <laughs> stop winning. No, it's, it's gonna... incredible. They're fifth. I know. They've got when 19 they, points. They've got 19 points and 50 of those points have come in the last month. <laughs> that is unbelievable. It's just, uh, the only thing was, they just went, all right, we'll have a go at putting Sissoko in the middle. Oh, it turns out that worked. Oh, We've won good... five games. Oh, fair play to Pardew for doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, fair play to Pardew for doing that. I love it. I absolutely. I, I just love the tweets. I get do you still week. want him? Do you still want him sacked? Yeah. Is that what yeah, you I want? Yeah. I don't, yes, I do. He's fit. You're, yes, in the, do. you're in a Europa League don't position. Don't care. We lost a lot of matches at the back end of this last season and the start. Stop of this living one. in the past, <laughs> Pete. Do you want Pardew to be sacked so at some point he can be brought back in as some sort of massage <laughs> <laughs> to rise again? Yeah. I want him to roll away the stone. <laughs> the players love him. The players were celebrating with him. Everybody. I was going to say. Well, I, I, as I read, how can you want that I man said, sacked? As I said in the previous podcast, I worry about a team that. Really likes their manager because he's not working them hard enough. I disagree with that. Right. Like, people, well, that players, get results. players love Jose Mourinho. He gets results. He's, he's been so there for ages. You. He's been there for ages. You're only as good as your last five league games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't well, forget ch- the Cup victory over Man City. Yeah, oh yeah, Man City. I know. 
Five wins. You've only conceded one goal in the last five games. I'm not having it. Let's talk about Ryan Taylor. What, what's, no, what's you, you, you are having it because it, <laughs> Newcastle are, are fighting for five, fourth. Five ga- the fourth. season does not last five games. No, it doesn't. And, not, so, and guaranteed... If, 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 if it did, still, you'd have won the league. Guaranteed, <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed if, if we're still in fifth, three games before the end of the season, there are going to be some own goals scored because Mike Ashley does not want to be in the Europa League next season. Well, I don't know, Peter. Uh, I just think you need to... I just nah. think you need to... You know what you Mike know. Ashley's thinking right now? He's looking over... He's thinking that sort of stuff, but he's looking over at Pardew and going... Leave it to the professionals. <laughs> <laughs> He's in there to do a job. You don't have a dog no. and bite yourself. No. Are you going to merge with Rangers? Is that... Um, yeah. I'm going to call Ninjas. Can we also, can we also say... QPR, they're a good away team. So, famous win for Newcastle. That and it, you know, it was, it was a hard-fought win, to be honest. They had a couple of chances, but they, um, I thought QPR played quite well. Mm. Mm. Got, I think they've got a grand title of two goals and they're away. That's their return. They're away games this season. My so goodness. Yeah. My, well, they weren't going to get anything at... Um, that uh, well defending Newcastle United mm. with clean sheet. It's a shame for Ryan Taylor. Though. But apparently yeah. his injury isn't as serious as first. No, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting the way it sort of goes. Like he could either sort of the management could look at him and sort of go, look, if he's going to break down all the time and, and, and have to come off, that's a worry. But or he could just be kind of like, well, oh well, that wasn't too bad. That was my first proper injury, bef- uh, you know, after a Is really long and a layoff. Half years? It's a long time. Something yeah, he, like he, he came back, years, then he broke down, then he came back. And I read somewhere it was 900 Ooh. days, something like that. Horrible. Yeah, long time. This is quite a common occurrence, though, isn't it, when someone's been out for such a long time that they get little niggling injuries. So hopefully, also, you know, yeah, of course. And, and also, it's such a mental hurdle to sort Indeed, of come back. And that's probably why people were playing, playing um, or making a lot of the fact that he was in tears as he came mm, off. Yeah. It's probably a very emotional time for him. He didn't yeah. fully know the injury, yeah. what it was, and it's been difficult for him, of course. To, that's an understatement. So it's understandable. He's got a beaut for the under-21s a couple of weeks ago. I quite enjoyed Matthew Upson. Playing for the Leicester under 21s tonight. I, I, really? I yeah, they the sometimes bring, put him in those I, games to bring uh, him back. Yeah, to, to, to play him back. It's not, in. not really Matthew fair, Upson. though, is it? He should be playing in the, in the reserve. Matthew Upson's 104. <laughs> He's 121. It's exactly yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, at least Ryan Taylor um, is under the stewardship of. Of Pardew because yeah. if there's there's one Englishman who can sort him out, if there's one manager that would rush a player back for injury, in a desperate measure to get a result, it's Alan Pardew. <laughs> yeah. He's not desperate. He was at four wins before. But that's what that we one. did with Cisse, wasn't it? Oh, is that he, right? he brought him back against the advice of the physio. And won, then, won the match, I yeah, suppose. He so, up yeah, he it's annoying, isn't it? Mm. Everything he touched turns to gold. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it turns to shit, and then after a few months, it turns to gold. Yeah. Five wins on the belt. You can't say five wins. I can, because it's unbelievable. The great thing about yeah, it is, it's, you're annoyed that they're doing so well. I'm not. I'm annoyed at Marcus defending Alan Pardew. I'm not. I'm, not, not, I'm preaching the fact. I am happy to see, I'm more than happy to see Newcastle United win, and I will be very happy question at West Ham. Quick snap question for you. Answer the first thing that comes to your head. Would you rather have Kevin Keegan as manager? you got to say yes. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I, no, that's everyone Come would love that. Yeah, not for the Football same reason, like though. <laughs> not Newcastle supporters, like you would think. <laughs> well, that's true. <sighs> that's very true. Well, yeah, Pardew in. Mm. Pardew for England. Well, that's just a fact. Actually, no, 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 I like him at Newcastle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just for I can just keep my eye on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing too much damage there. No. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> He's mending those broken hearts one by one. And he'll get to you, Peter. He'll get to you soon. <laughs> um, uh, Shut up, you old cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. What about silly Arsenal, Jim? <laughs> Jim just stood up in oh, rage. Yeah, Arsenal wow. won, Manchester United 2. 
maddening. That was embarrassing. Yeah, Very it, embarrassing. We are in, uh, deeply embarrassing. Did you see the fan afterwards being interviewed by Man United fans? Just on a camera phone. And the guy <laughs> said, yeah, well, I mean, we won the game. You know, we, I mean, we didn't, like, actually win the game, but we, we, we played well, so for me, that counts. It's like, are you... How... <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> are you two goals. <laughs> <laughs> you were two You're goals behind winning the game. You're representing me, in a way, when you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bloody hell. So yeah. annoying. Yeah, so I, annoying. I mean, Arsenal dominated. They... What's worse, that fan representing you in a way or the players representing you? <laughs> yeah, I think the players representing me. Would you rather turn in a better performance? <laughs> Would you rather that fan representing you or Alan Pardew representing you? <laughs> um, probably Pardew. Yeah. yeah because, um, I mean, five wins. There you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, the God. best thing that can happen is that he keeps on winning. <laughs> yeah. He's great. I, oh, I, support, I, I want to see win. what Pete's tipping point I support Newcastle at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. It's out the bag. No, we I all know that you support Man United. I support Pardew. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wherever he goes. As long as it's not near my club. But the Arsenal thing was weird because they... they I mean, it's not weird in, in one way because we knew that was always likely to happen, but they started off so strongly. And yeah. Then, and then we thought, if oh, we don't make it count, then they're going to really suffer here. But United didn't look anything the first no, half. No. They're all over the place. But they, mm. it was a very controlled display from United. A lot of people have made the fact that they didn't have any... Um, they only had one shot on target, I think, and scored two goals. But they, it was controlled. <laughs> That's brilliant. You know, they, they very much set up to play a particularly defensive style and just waited for us to just be the fucking architect of our own undoing, yeah. as we are so many times. They just, just knew that we could be relied upon to do that. Yeah, the, pro- the problem is, I remember, when, when Arsenal were in pretty good form I think they were top of the league and they went to Old Trafford last season when United were under Moyes yeah we and, lost 1-0 and United were in terrible form and you got yeah. beat and it was like some sort of invisible psychological barrier oh, they yeah. couldn't get over I mean, this, I mean we clearly have an inferiority complex with Man United for good reason because I think we've, we beat them once in 15 yeah, or their so some really good pathetic stat yeah. like that and uh, I mean they're clearly not what they were but our players don't seem to be able to get over that mental barrier now obviously you know so many problems have just been recurring over the past like almost decade now with, with the way Arsenal play and our deficiencies like Jack Wilshere's chance uh, in front of David God. De Gea I mean just square it to Sanchez just square it to or him. open your body up and yeah, put or, it in like, the corner just, yeah, thought, anything but that I thought he was so poor I really did think he was so poor <clears> He's, he played so well for England in the last few games know, as well yeah. it's, it's really I think, frustrating I think Wilshere did okay actually it was just that chance really I thought, lucky with Fellaini as well yeah, oh I my thought, goodness I thought, yeah. Do you know what I thought I thought he was he was, he was uh, ponderous in possession I think he made poor decisions that miss one on one was nowhere except no way acceptable for a, for a player of that quality mm. uh, then he lost his head uh, because he, he wasn't going his way and that's something he's really got to look at as a, as a yeah. professional footballer as he gets older because temperament's important uh, the reason he got away with that essentially because Fellaini's so big he just yeah. laughed at him and Fellaini <laughs> yeah I mean Fellaini would have looked this is such a sad sort of indictment of modern football but to get something he would have had to go down clutching yeah. his face mm. there which would have just been ludicrous yeah exactly uh, he would, have, should have, would and should have been embarrassed to do it if he'd um, make, made that decision but I think Arsenal's inferiority complex against Manchester United and against some of the bigger teams it manifests itself in very very poor decision making at crucial times players just lose their heads the Wilshire thing's a perfect example Uh, so many occasions like that and it seems to infect other players as well like Welbeck was was ponderous on a few occasions as well and and could maybe have done better and like there's obviously something at the club that's making that happen and I think part of the problem is that the last time Arsenal were you know genuine contenders um, the last time I suppose we were relevant in terms of the title talk we were effectively just competing with Man United. You know, there wasn't a Chelsea, there wasn't yeah. a City, there weren't these mega clubs in terms of the mm. budgets, and we just haven't we haven't stepped up to that. I just wonder how much that team is a reflection of its manager's personality. Absolutely. How how how, 
However, Wenger's a little bit um, browbeaten now, a little bit almost mm. like reticent to to have that fire in his belly. He certainly doesn't seem to have as much fire in his belly as he used to have. No. And and it manifests itself in a number of different ways, but chiefly, the, the, just the psychological problem they have against other top teams is incredible. Mm. It's, it's, it's far too often it happens for a bit of coincidence. Um, mm. and, and really... With Wenger and Arsenal, it was a difficult one because almost, there's almost now developing, from as an outside observer, there's almost developing like a love-hate relationship now. Oh, like, yeah, there's the, not, the, the, um, the Wenger out crowd, and they always say Wenger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's got to be careful. A lot louder. But Jimmy, he's got to be careful because he will, if he's not completely careful, will taint what he's achieved there, mm. and that's a real mm. shame. You don't want, um, you don't want um, his records to be known or his, his memory to be, to be remembered by like just yeah. laughable stuff. Well, it's like after having won a trophy so recently, you wouldn't have thought that things would be this bad so quickly. It's our worst start. Is it since like 1982 or something? Yeah, it's like a long that? time. The stats been flying around. Mm. It's absolutely amazing. Look, look what One, happened with uh, Nottingham Forest with Brian Clough. He just stayed on way too long. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. up to it and they eventually got relegated. And I'm not saying that Wenger is the same as Clough in any way, but the situation is the same. They, they were fans and the club were very sentimental towards Clough as they are with Wenger and rightly so mm. at Arsenal but you, you've got to be careful and nip it the bob when you can the frustrating thing though is surely Wenger can do something about this because the, the situation with the defenders obviously we're so light at the back there um, because we, we just we started the season without enough defenders which for a, a club in the Champions League is just laughable it's absolutely ludicrous there's got to yeah. be something we can do about that and he often says on his transfer for policy which is you know we'll, we'll only bring someone in if they're better than what we have but in this case what we have is is no one is yeah, literally yeah, no one yeah, yeah. surely you, you, you yeah. have the whole summer to do something about that there's got to be someone well, you can uh, identify you can do that and the f- and a very frustrating thing of course is uh, uh, the fact that Cesc Fabregas is doing so uh, well and I understand the yeah. reason why they didn't sign him yeah. I, I, I think that was that was fair enough but then you look at it and think he um, was always going to make us better I think I yeah. even said on the show there's just absolutely no way that this situation isn't going to come back to bite us in the mm. arse. There's no way we're not going to regret that. And we're just I, I just that think Wenger's just so stubborn. I just think he, yeah. he, he looks at his own... And yeah, to a certain extent, he can... He's, he's earned it a bit. He right? has earned the right. His trophy cabinet's good. He's won things. Of course, he's not won anything at European level, really, but... And the mere fact of having longevity at the top league. Yeah, he's done well. Fair enough, you know. If anyone's going to be stubborn and a little bit arrogant, then you could argue that he's earned it. But you need to look inside yourself and realise that, mm. actually, you're not right about everything, pal. Search for the hero inside yourself, as mm. people yeah. want to say. The players are letting him Listen down Listen to Heather well. Small. <laughs> 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 the players are letting him down. I think Aaron Ramsey in particular, this season he had last year was obviously incredible. It's really... He's, he seems just kind of... Like he's just making up the numbers at the moment. I wonder if part of that is because um, something Meza Urzil does brilliantly well that he often isn't recognised for is uh, is he just finds space for other players. He, he drags players around with his with his yeah. positional play. And Ramsey in particular really flourished from having that extra space to exploit. He just seemed like he was everywhere. And I don't know. Maybe that's too simplistic a way of looking at it. Possibly. Maybe that's not right. But, but it seems to me that he, with Urzil either injured or in the form he was in at the beginning of the season, that's that, that's having an effect on uh, Ramsey's game. Would you yeah. like Would you like an even more simple? view of this please Saturday evening they had one eye on the Highgate Christmas lights turning on oh, right. which they all missed so because uh, the match on at the same time who turned them on uh, Andy Circus. did he that's not bad mm. No, right. <laughs> I can understand that. To be fair, I'd love to meet. Andy I, I once turned on the Holloway Road Christmas like, lights. I know you did. Holloway Road is, of course, yeah. very close to Arsenal Stadium in North mm. London. Yeah, but Holloway Road was. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody lives in London. Yeah, all the best ones do. <laughs> but Holloway Road is, 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 a shit, is a shit road. That's point. That's why you did it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, 
Yeah. They're it's, not going to uh, get, listen, the greatest respect to Pete Donaldson, the brand. You're yeah. not going <laughs> to have Pete Donaldson. The, the doing, brand disagrees. Listen, I think you know as well as I do, if you're honest with yourself, you'll never do a Regent Street. Well, you I, think, I, mean? well, I, I think you'll yeah. find I was booked uh, as a sidekick to Alex Zinn and he didn't turn up, so that's why I was doing it. So even, so even then, it's a slight you know on him. Yeah, it's a slight yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Mm. Never mind. Yeah. Um, if I may go back to Arsene Wenger, um, yes. I, I think that if you, if you look at Wenger, uh, in his early seasons with Arsenal and his, his previous career, uh, his previous managerial stints elsewhere, that he he would like to play with uh, two solid and strong central midfield players, yeah. and and not necessarily defensive because I wouldn't say I wouldn't restrict say Petit and Vieira to just as two defensive midfielders, yeah. but very very strong, very dominant, and he would, he would like to do that. And he won the league obviously with them, and they won the league with the Invincibles as they were called, and. I think he almost said, right, let's try and win it playing really nice stuff. And they were close, and they, and they would be in there, but Manchester United would always um, just about beat them and, uh, and so on. It's an interesting point, that. So uh, you think they're still, he's still well to that sort of idea? Yeah, I, th- I think that he thinks to himself, I'm going to do it. And, he, and because they've got close, he thinks, ah, just have one more little signing. It sounds just... very different now, though. It's a lot of very small, stocky technical players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right, okay. So yeah, right. he's moved on from he's but won the he won the league. Yeah, but with they didn't the have the Man City and Chelsea situation. Really. Yeah, he yeah. won the league with two solid central midfielders and maybe another one in there or whatever. And and he, he and, and they came close playing nice stuff with with more technical players. So I think he he keeps thinking to himself. He's a very stubborn man, which can go against you sometimes. And I think he, he because they've come close, he thinks just one little extra signing or just a little bit more luck with injury or a little bit more uh, luck in that particular result. And I think he's thought this over a number of seasons but as it, the time goes on it just begins to fade and with the emergence of City and now Mourinho back at Chelsea I, I, I think it's almost a case of he needs to come up with something else he's not going to win the league doing keep doing what he does and um, was it Ferguson who said the sad thing for about Arsenal was we just knew how to beat them they became so predictable and yeah. for Ferguson to almost say the sad thing was yeah. in, in the name of football he's saying that you know, he's not saying, oh, it was brilliant, we, we turned up and we knew what to do. And, it's, and his yeah. record against the top sides is, is very, very poor. Mm. And I just, as Luke says, I worry that uh, it will get to the point where Arsenal think, if we want to be challenging for the league again, because it's 12 games in and it's pretty much all over already, mm. then it's, what, a third of the way into the season, roughly. It's, it's You know, it's looking like that. And I just think, will they have to ask him to move on? There's, there's no way he's going to go before the end of the season, if he does go. No, I don't Who think he will. I, th- I, think, I think the absolutely ideal scenario, of course, and a number of people say it, is... Just win every game. Win every <laughs> game. Win a lot, and then... In, no, in don't a, work for Pete, he hates it. And in 18 <laughs> months or a couple of years, whenever right it is, the wrong way. when Guardiola's available, that's when, when but you But it's not... I'll just don't... For, uh, yeah, fair enough. That's, that's the absolute yeah, ideal. Yeah, I mean, that's it's the, also completely unrealistic, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's unrealistic. I don't... There's no way. There's absolutely no chance... From what I know about Arsenal, and Jim might be able to correct me on this, there's absolutely no chance as soon as Guardiola becomes available that Arsenal will get him. I just, um, we obviously apparently have more money now. We were screaming about that a lot in the press in the summer. Um, and so th- that's one thing that you would, in the past, would, would have thought would stop a manager like Guardiola coming on. Yeah. Maybe that's not so much of a problem now, but they, they do like to sort of make money and, and sit on money it would yeah, seem but the why, board is a bit would, of unrest why would the, there why would, the, uh, why would the shareholders want to gamble on Guardiola that might work it might not that's work that's not a gamble when, I when don't know can, if it is a gamble when it? they can get when, when they don't have to outlet any sort of money we've got a really frugal manager who doesn't want to spend well, it that money and, and guarantee Champions League football guarantee yeah. the money getting coming in every no, single year no I agree year. with you which is why I think the only man you've probably got three coaches in the world 
that they would actually say, sorry, Wenger, we're actually we're thinking about moving you on, would be Guardiola, Ancelotti or Mourinho. Mourinho's not going to go. Possibly Ancelotti. Klopp. Klopp seems to be the no, one. No, I, I don't think Klopp would go there. I think Klopp would go to Liverpool or Manchester City before, you know, I don't think Arsenal's the right setup. But this, I, as Pete says, at the moment, the board are happy because Wenger keeps the club ticking over very, very nicely. Yeah. And let's not forget, Arsenal have weathered storms like this before and yeah. they've always come through. Like every year. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally every year. No, but every year we have the same conversation and, and they finish but just about fourth. The, the board are fine with this, it would seem. That's the well, yeah, exactly. issue. Exactly. An Arsenal fan was arrested. Now, oh, yeah, now let's we're get to the real news. Sorry, yeah. An for Arsenal throwing, fan was throwing arrested. red wine at the <laughs> Manchester United bench. <laughs> I would like now. to apologise to everybody there uh, that I upset. Um, do, we, do we know if it's a Shiraz or. <laughs> what would you, what would you, I think it would probably be a Shiraz. Do you think it? Ferguson was on the bench? Is that why? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'd love it if Van Al turned around and went. Well, that's a Shiraz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Ferguson there. It was a donation. It was right. a donation. Yeah. <laughs> Rocco's going, I confirm it's Argentinian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? A little word on Rooney's goal. Lovely one, wasn't it? It was. He's in great form at the Three moment. superb touches. One out the feet, one to set it up, <laughs> and a little dink. Yeah, mm. if you will give him that much time to pick a spot, he will, he will, he will pick that spot. <laughs> no, but it's sometimes difficult, isn't it, when you've got that... Yeah. that, that He's in great form at the moment. He's yeah. in lovely form, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Lovely um, old form. Let me have this. Go on. Robin van Persie touched the ball twelve times. Three of those were corners. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. A Giroud is bad. Ta- no, that's what I'm saying. For you, it's great. Right, take, yeah. take that victory. That's, that's all I've got. That's yeah. all I can take. <laughs> Giroud scored a beauty. Giroud did score a beauty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there we are. He is a beauty. And Gibbs scored a goal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But we have to move on uh, to Stoke one Burnley two. A fantastic result yeah. for Burnley. What coupon buster that Stoke aren't actually <laughs> strong. I, I read. I, I read today that Stoke's home record this season is actually worse than QPR's. Yeah. Wow! So they're, 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 their sort of showpiece results so far seem to be away from home. Of course, the big Man City. In, in, mm. in well, they've had back to back wins, which is crucial. Mm. Not quite as good Absolutely. as obviously Newcastle and Pardew, but no. they're still. Uh, they're, but they're up to 18th, and they. No, I'm talking about Stoke. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Stoke, Stoke's home record is worse than QPR's. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. That is surprising. surprising. So surprised you didn't even acknowledge it. Yeah. 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 That can't be right. Yeah. Your brain I, just don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. I'll sort this. Out. Yeah, um, blimey. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're not really doing that great at home at the moment. I think people had a lot, of, a bit of expectation for Stoke this season because, of course, they came tenth last season, didn't they? Mm. But it's not really working out. For well, them they, they could far. have, they could have gone fourth or fifth if you know all of all of the um, results had gone the right way right. Uh, by my own calculations at the start of play on Saturday. But I mean, the thing, the thing about the Stoke goal is everyone celebrated as if it was the winner. They yeah, were two one down. That, you know, it was really it? weird. They also dominated the game, didn't they? Mm. I mean, they had a lot of possession. Seventy three percent possession, yeah. twenty five shots, fourteen corners. <laughs> <laughs> Burnley didn't have a corner. I know, yeah. That's got yeah. to turn into a home result at some point, you know. You, yeah. you don't go that long when you dominate yeah. matches like that. Yeah. They just got absolutely mugged off twice in exactly the same manner within the two space minutes. of two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great from Burnley. Do you know whatever yeah. happened whenever that sort of happens, like when Danny Ings did that, good player I think Ings is. Um mm. I always think, Oh, is that Robbie Fowler's hat trick record gonna go? Because he got, oh, the, he's, the, he's got the Premier League captain's record. Yeah, five, yeah. Mm. So that's what you've got to do. You've got to do two and two, and you've got a bit of time to catch your breath, and you can get another. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I never I, think of that, but I will do now. Ings couldn't do it. Fucking useless. Oh. <laughs> Damn it all. Um, uh, Chelsea beat West Brom 2-0. Of course they did. Mm. Fabregas registered his 10th assist of the season. Henri uh, holds the record with 20, so he's already halfway there. Yep. Still got time. Which is They're probably going to finish the season unbeaten and, and take that record as well. Yep. And then, like, I don't know, my house will... Burn down, and the statue of Burkamp will just mould into yeah. a statue of Drogba or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> the the <laughs> flames of my house will just make the Chelsea logo. <laughs> just... Didn't um, didn't um, didn't uh, Fabregas come into that game with a potentially a little knock or something like that? So I mean, of course, he's going to need to stay fit. He missed to... uh, the, the international week, didn't mm. he? Him and Diego Costa. Yeah. Uh, Ramos was uh, had a little dig at. Chelsea, I think he said something like, "Well, they're, they're obviously not committed, or oh, that's a bit weird that they're fine for Chelsea, but they're not uh, 
uh, available for international week. And Mourinho said, Ramos is a fantastic player, but as far as I'm aware, he's not a doctor. I don't think he's passed his medical certificate. Da, 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 da. I just started going into <laughs> unnecessary detail about what he's not done yeah. to achieve. To, <laughs> to be fair, if I was Fabregas, I'd be a bit like, oh, I've won everything. I can understand. I can sort of understand it in a way. Can he's I, never won a 24 team European Championships. That's true. Oh, that's true. He's never that's qualified true. for one either. Who has? Yeah, yeah so that's tricks in a season. No. no. <laughs> there, was a, there was a wonderful moment of commentary in the Chelsea game. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Where it was a, a little moment. For a, it started with a shot from Oscar, which mm. was obviously saved by, by Ben Foster and then Costa missed the rebound. So the, the Foster, c- commentator went, yeah, it was, Oscar, Foster, Costa. A lot of people tweet us about this. And I actually that was went, on Match of the Day, too. Yeah, yeah I went that. back and re listened to it, and he actually says. Shot from Oscar, saved by Foster. Here comes Costa. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was better than that. Do you think it's as good as... Uh, uh, Ricky Lambert? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Euro 92. It's Sweden versus England. Oh, yeah. Hey. I thought you were going to say... Darlene. Brolene. Darlene. Brolene! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was actually Brolene, Brolene, Darlene, Brolene. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. I don't sense. want to nitpick, but yeah. No, well, you're right. Yeah. You're right to nitpick. Shout out to Dolly Parton. And that's what makes Luke Moore the best. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah. Jakob was sent off for a two-footer. In, in, I thought in that was that harsh. Game. Yeah, I thought it was too. Because it, uh, it, we've all got two feet. Yeah, that's what's going to get involved. It was actually, you know what? It was nice to see um, Alan Shearer and Robbie Savage like nearly come to blows over yeah. this same thing. On I did one with It was nice to see a bit of like RTE-style madness. Yeah. What will happen? Talk me through. Uh, it. Basically, Savage um, didn't think it was a red card. I think it was. It was very. It was his feet were up. It was late. It was high. It was thinking it was about it. He was out of control and it was off the feet. Yeah. off of both feet. Yeah, fair but enough. But yeah. Savage, Savage just wasn't having it. But he he did that brilliant Robbie Savage thing of, of stating an opinion and then just having nothing to back it up with. Yeah. Just going, I, I just don't think it is. I don't think it is. And then obviously Shearer and Lineker were pointing out that, that that's ridiculous. You may. And they, yeah, he stood his ground without no, any defence. Oh, do you want some, dear Jim? Do you want some? <laughs> Shearer actually said, "Well, okay, then, Robbie. Well, what's the law then? Tell me the law." And Robbie Savage just went, "Are you a policeman? Are you a policeman?" Are you Robocop? Why would a policeman know the rules of football? It, it was very confused. Yeah. Robbie Savage doesn't realise that Match of the Day's live. <laughs> I think he just thinks that he just, just says he something and then he can sure. just sit on his opinion. I like for to a think bit. of him having these opinions like that all the time. He just gets pushed. He's into just the a studio. talking head. He's and a box he, pop, and he's not yeah. used to. But however, on is on six or six or match of the day or whatever, he's even worse on BT when it's all live and he's in those stupid seats. Where it's yeah. No, but match of the day's filmed Good live. God, well that is as well, I believe. Well, you take him off live TV. Mm. <laughs> take him off live TV. Can't be trusted. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of someone who also can't be trusted on live TV, you can't be trusted, Sav. Um, so yeah speaking of people who can't be trusted eh Brendan Rodgers mm. getting a result for Liverpool looking bleak for him 3-1 yeah. well, well taken point. goal from Lambert yeah, yeah. we wanted Lambert to start his first one it was very early on in the match too, yes. early. too early too early to score a goal <laughs> I love that I love that shout it? It, they scored too early what's the ultimate example of a team scoring too early Alan Shearer semi-final correct, United yeah. Yeah. correct yeah. <laughs> also yeah, Michael he... Owen scored really early against Portugal didn't he Is it in oh that was quite four yeah it was yeah, that was quite early it, it only revolves around England, England yeah. Yeah. against Brazil in 2010 what, at the end of the first <laughs> oh no about halfway through catching at straws yes yes we do that basically England don't go ahead because if we go behind and then we kind of claw our way back into it and go on penalties ah well you know whereas if we go ahead and lose the defeat that you have that moment where you think we're winning yeah. and if it stays like this we'll go through yeah, yeah. So how late kills you. how late yeah, exactly. is it enough for an opening England goal 93rd minute I'll put it out there <laughs> yeah. anything before that we struggle, we struggle. I, think, I, think, I think England should just play for nil-nil 
and then um, and, and that would be an improvement. But I think English would play for nil nil, and then wait for the fourth official to hold mm. up the board. How many minutes? And then Hodgson will wait yeah. until. Hang on, no, it's we're still on no, one and a half. Right, two <laughs> minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Everyone forward. Yeah. Only shell. Yeah. <laughs> Only shell. But seriously though, um, <laughs> Liverpool are in real trouble. I think that's three league defeats in a row now. Yeah. They look just completely like a mid-table team. I don't think mm. Rodgers knows his best eleven. I don't know what type of team they are. And and I read something really interesting last week. It might have been from Michael Cox, who tactically said, was talking about Liverpool tactically and said that actually last season, um, Rodgers... I don't know if this is true. I'm just, just really mm-hmm. it and interested in what you think. He said that Rodgers stumbled upon a quick counter-attacking style almost by accident yeah. through Sterling, Suarez, Sturridge... And what he actually wanted to do, and what he's always done in the past, is this patient build-up Barcelona right. type play. Mm. And it's almost like he now doesn't know what to do because he's not got Sturridge and he's mm. not got Suarez, mm. and they don't know what. They don't seem to know what's happening there. Like, I don't know if Rogers. When we talked about the controversy around Rogers resting players for the Real Madrid game, it was. I think it's difficult to put your finger on who the best eleven there is anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult to say. So I don't really know how he can be criticised for that. The way Liverpool were playing, it was it was like they were swarming, but in a really ineffectual way. You know when you see a football team swarm, and it's like, mm. oh my god, they're all over us. Yeah. They're just all over each other. Yeah. Weird. Like they were finding space they didn't need to find, and they were bunching up in yeah. other spaces space and stuff. And there was drop passes left, right, and centre. It was very. That, that would be humiliating. Humiliating if the, the Premier League manager I think, was heard I've... to be shouting, "Stop bunching!" Yeah. Stop bunching. <laughs> swarming <laughs> yeah. like a group. Of blunt bees. Yeah, <laughs> I think that with um, Palace, they're a little bit when they're on their game. Palace, they're a bit underrated. They don't have trouble yeah. scoring goals. Not against not... Liverpool, I suppose no, not. <laughs> Love it. But they, they, generally, though, if you look at the table, I haven't got in front of me. If you look at the table in terms of goals scored, they're okay. And then, and then they also, as you've touched on, Marcus, in the running world, they've got some bruises in there. They, they know they, they don't mind a, a bit of a battle. So who have got a bit of craft though? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, decent. Balassi as well. Yeah, he, he was, was some lovely touches, place, wasn't he? I mean, he'd said. In his post-match interview, he said that um, Neil Warnock had said to them before the game that Liverpool, they're clearly low on confidence, so just get at them. <clears> and this is that's kind of what Liverpool were doing to teams last season. I would have flying into them. Really, I, I would have loved it if if Rodgers had have heard Neil Warnock say, you know, they're low on confidence, get out of them, and just Rodgers to turn around, and go, oh, Neil makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is interfering. <laughs> yeah, that'd be brilliant. Um, uh, According to Squawker, no player has won more tackles in the final third in Europe's top five leagues than Yannick Balassi this season. Wow. Yeah, I also read... All action. Last yeah. season, I think Yedinak was the highest-rated midfield player in Europe for like, interceptions and Yedinak stuff Yedinak like is He's an really absolute monster, isn't he? He's that, that free kick was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that well, beard. Yeah. Well, and King's beard. Beardy men. Mm. It's Ledley. Yeah. Yeah, beards all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goody, aren't they? Two uh, beards. Yeah. <laughs> Effectively. Yeah, but they get, they get all over the place. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're everywhere. This yeah. is what I mean. You need, if you're going to have a beardy man, he needs to cover a lot of ground. Wouldn't mm. be welcome in uh, that, the Turkish uh, no, side. No, absolutely not. Well, you know mind you, know I mean? he might change his mind seeing those two at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen... Not at it. I, saw... <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that. Yeah, I've, I've seen videos. Really <laughs> <don't think laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah, Liverpool, man. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, any word on, on Joe Allen's headgear? Yeah, someone said, um, I've probably got it here to talk about in the hearts of the week, but uh, since you brought it up, I'll see. Oh, we can wait, we can wait. Um, as long as it gets a mensch. What is it? Do you want to describe it first? Um, it was kind of. Uh, it was a turban. <laughs> no, no, what, no, no, it wasn't. Um, it was sort of a uh, slight racing car driver, you know, the fire. Hats they were right, okay, yeah. without the sort of the, the face a bit come sort of uh, uh, I don't know bobble hat. <laughs> yeah, kind of so I, yes, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It almost looked like he was trying to stop aliens from stealing his thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's a better description. It didn't quite make the highlight shortlist, but okay. someone I clearly remember said he looked like a Smurf. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, that would have been yeah, better. Yeah. Clearly, I've never seen something like that before, which is why. I st- 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. to describe yeah, it. Yeah. It was like a hastily arranged bandage kind of hat. That'll yeah, do. Yeah. That'll do. A Smurf trying to uh, hastily arrange something to protect his thoughts from aliens. Yes. yes. Yeah. Is, uh, it's, it's as works. simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we struggle on. Hull 1, Spurs 2. Mm. Livermore. N- nearly apologised. Yeah, that's poor. For scoring. <laughs> he put his hand up as if to say, and then his teammate sort of mobbed him. Spurs got out of jail, though, in my opinion. Didn't they? Yeah, that was a ri- ridiculous red card. And then they, of course, managed to sort of... Do you think things like that should be should be sending off? Because people immediately say, well, he kicked out and all. Does it matter how much, how, how hard he's kicked him? Or is it the fact that he's merely well, done it? Well, both of them off. You know, because it was a retaliation from for hmm. someone else kicking out for well, me. The, the, the pundits seem to sort of have a go at uh, Vertonghen for hitting the deck. But, I mean, he actually got his legs taken from under him. There's nothing mm. he could do about it. He got up straight mm. away. Yeah. I don't know why they're having a go at him for that. They, but, but um, you know, it's almost like the beckham Simeone thing. Is it the intent? Is it the fact that you've kicked out a player and you're not in control of it? Excessive force, yeah. that sort of stuff. You can sort of understand. It's not excessive force, but it's violent conduct. Yes. Surely, I mean, there's no need for any force. So, by the nature of it, it <clears> is excessive. <throat> 
true. I think it was. I think it was a bit much to send him off. To, in my in my opinion, that would be a great rule change, though, wouldn't it? If it didn't matter how forceful it was. No, no, it did matter how forceful it was. Sorry, yeah. and you think, well, I don't think he hit you that hard. No, no but there's a there's a mark. Show yeah. me how hard he hit you. Yeah, yeah. if he doesn't leave a mark, he's on the field. So you remember the French leagues last week, wasn't it? Yeah, or the week before. I can't remember. Yeah. I've been editing the best of the ramble this Have week. You? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what week is what. To be quite frank, when was the World Cup again? Yeah. <laughs> so you get all the easy jobs. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, nine goals in Kane's last ten matches for Spurs. He's, a, he's, he's forced his way into that team, and he's, a, he's an example to all other. He's a lovely players. little lad. Yeah, we're all. I think he's, I don't want to be mean about him, um, but I'm going to be. <laughs> he, I might have said this before. Here he goes. But he's a very. He almost looks like he, he's not the most intelligent bloke around. Yeah. And I think he... If I have to say this before... He's intelligent uh, on the pitch. No, but if I've said this before, forgive me, but I still think it. So if anything, I'm consistent. <laughs> he seems like the sort of guy who's not scared of any human man, but is terrified of thunder. Mm. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, okay, I yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, a, like a medieval like workman. Yeah, obsessed mm. with fire. Yeah. Loves, loves watching yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know. I th- he's a real asset to that. A, a simpleton. A town simpleton. That's not nice. Ericsson's having a decent time. I mean, I know that um, obviously some of their bigger players have come in for some scrutiny and whatnot, but Ericsson seems to um, contribute vital contributions I, I think, I think to the general feeling. I haven't seen Spurs. Week in, week well, I haven't seen Spurs as much as some, but I think the general feeling is that he needs to find a bit of consistency. Mm. <clears throat> Once he can do that, then because um, he's, he's definitely been good in patches for Spurs. For yeah, sure. yeah, he's obviously got a lot of ability as well. I know. Spurs must be must. I mean, that was a lovely weekend for Spurs. Whatever to Arsenal, and then they pinch and away win. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so well done to them because normally it's doom and gloom. Although it was the ten man hull, so yeah. you know, let's not. They go. got out of jail. There's no no question yeah, about they it. Got yeah. Out of jail. Um, uh, right. Let's go to the championship. Um, the big story there was really uh, Dave Whelan appointing Malky Mackay mm. uh, as Wigan Athletic Manager. Uh, the FA was investigating alleged racist comments made by Whelan, and Whelan said he'll resign if found guilty. Mm. Well, he said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His argument's crazy, isn't it? It's like, well, he, he, he kind of apologised without apologising by saying, like, I don't actually think that is offensive to Jewish people. <laughs> like, yeah, but... I mean, that's not down to you, is it? You're you're not the group of people who's been singled out. You don't yeah. get to decide whether it's offensive or not. White people don't get to decide what's racist and what isn't. That's no. not how it works. Yeah. And the thing is about William is that a friend of mine said uh, he when it all came out, a friend of mine said he's probably sat in a working men's club now, surrounded by a load of other middle-aged men, completely <laughs> baffled yeah. as yeah. to what they've all what he's yeah. done, and no one else can explain it because essentially life's moved on without him. Yeah. Yeah. And because he's an anachronistic guy, uh, that's going to happen because he owns a football club and he's got the money and, he, and, and there's nothing anyone could do about it basically mm. I mean they could like, I don't think he was quite as serious as what happened with Donald Sterling in the US at the NBA team mm. the Clippers but certainly on that scale and, 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 and the NBA acted very quickly in, in removing him so uh, God knows what's going to happen but, I just, I just, I just like the, but like the kick it out campaign sort of came out and sort of said well uh, uh, and, and they almost excused him because of his age which seems really strange yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know it, well I think they've probably I, I think they probably have taken into account yeah, that but I think that's I think that is strange because I think if you're going to if you're going to partake in that in that sort of sphere mm. of, of sports and you're going to own a club Whatever your age, you've got to adhere to a certain amount of set of standards and, 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 and expected mm. behaviour. Especially, no, on that <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're giving an interview to a national newspaper. Yeah, which mm. is what this was from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, see that it's little madness. card in my hat. 
It says press, right? Yeah. <laughs> I will print what you say. I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> he I'm tell absolutely everyone what he you say. He initially tried to say he was misquoted as well, and later on he changed it. Did he? Zero, dude. At least he's got Malky with him now to, to sort him out with yeah, this, exactly. to tell him what's right and, and what's not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, good luck, Wigan. Um, and, uh, oh, uh, Fulham. They're planning on bringing Alan Kerbishley back to the club in the role he was previously sacked in. Um, which is a strange one. Nine months ago, he was sacked from this role, and then they're bringing him back. Now Magat's gone. Yeah. He's, he's bringing him back. I'm, I'm, just, I, I'm just trying to think if I could be less interested in the football story. No, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. Did, somebody, did somebody send us a picture of uh, Magat chatting to a footballer? I think somebody might have sent it on the emails, maybe. Oh, in like a canteen or something? Yeah, yeah. just having a chat with a footballer. Magat really like, looking, in, looking into the player's eyes. It was really interesting. Staring intently. It, who, where is Magat now? I don't actually know. I, I don't think he's... Back in business. Why is, he, yeah. why is he tapping up players then for his Ooh. little? Yeah, but you don't know when team. that photo was taken. No, that's yeah, true. That's true. That that maybe true. it's taken so long for them to get Kerbishley back because they've only just come out from wherever they were hiding to make sure <laughs> yeah, that, that is gone. That's a good point. Um, Brentford beat uh, Fulham two one in the local derby and, and a great result for the bees and they're still in the playoff spots. They haven't. Yeah, I read today that if they get promoted, they might have to look into a ground share. Oh, is that right? So that's how high above their state, how above their natural position they are. Well, doing very well. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah, um, and uh, oh, I've got to mention Derby. Two fantastic goals kept them top in a, in a way win against Watford. So could see uh, big Steve McLaren back in the big leagues. He was there, of course, yeah. highly unlucky to say the least last season. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. At League One, Bristol City nil, Preston one. Preston they hadn't lost a match in the first sixteen league games. Hey, Bristol City haven't. The Bristol no, City, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and then uh, they've lost their last two against Swiss uh, Swiston, uh, <laughs> Swindon and Preston, who are second and third in the league. And I know Bristol City fans may be a bit annoyed because we haven't mentioned them too much. That we mention them when they lose, um, but they're, they're still top. But it's happening. But it's <laughs> but here we are. It's Welcome to the football ramble. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your mensch. Yeah. We'll decide yeah. when they're brought up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they're yeah. still going great guns. They're still going great guns. Same for them that they lost those, uh, lost those games. Fleetwood Town, they lost 1-0 at home to Walsall. I think they had a nine-month unbeaten home uh, run in the league or something like that. I mean, their rise is, has been quite remarkable. Though. Fleetwood obviously been bankrolled quite quite nicely, but yeah. still, yeah. Yeah, you've got to, got to get up there. Is that all from League One? Oh, no, it's not. Uh, Sheffield United uh, admits recent pressure from some of their supporters in the public have decided not to allow Ched Evans to train with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably the right decision then. Yeah. After the most passive-aggressive uh, statement ever. Sort of going, <laughs> well, we were going to because we think it's right that he's allowed to, but then, then people made us not do it. And yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, Jessica Ennis. Goodbye. Just get us goodbye. Just goodbye. Good night. We, we, um, we were going to do it because he's a really good player. I oh, know because uh, it's, it's the right thing to do. That, that's what yeah. I hate about it. We would not be discussing this at uh, you know twenty past seven on a Monday evening if he wasn't a one and two striker. If he was like a journeyman defender or something, we would yeah. not be talking about the this other, right the now. The other thing is, if you appeal to people's liberal sensibilities and say, well, actually, people should be rehabilitated and be allowed to, back into society, I sort of I, I empathise with that point of view. But my my response to that would be that. You've been found guilty of a serious crime. If you if you want to be rehabilitated back into society, and that's the and that's the flag you're going to fly mm. to, to to enable you to do that back in football. You first of all got to apologise unreservedly to what you for what you've done, mm-hmm. which he's never done. He's no. never admitted guilt. Well, he maintains or, that he's innocent. Doesn't of course, in which case, if he continues to do that passionately, then he needs to take a step out of the game still and go through the appeals process that he feels he needs to go through. Yeah. But you can't have it both ways. Mm. You can't. You can't. 
feel that you're passionately innocent of something um, without going through the relevant appeal process and exhausting that before you even think about moving on with your life because you would mm. never do I, that. I, ju- I just find it abhorrent that we're even able to discuss this. You know, I know in my lifetime I'll probably never be accused of rape because the sexual congress... Or being I, a footballer, I indul- fucking sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I won't... Because cause the sexual congress I, I indulge in and get involved in, it's always black or white, right? It's ne- There's never any sort of grey area. And when you start dealing with men who run the risk of kind of getting yeah. into in that sort of trouble because yeah. they have this sort of weird sense of entitlement when it comes to sexuality. And, and I do genuinely believe that, that men in this some men in this country are abhorrent human beings and they do have a problem with that yeah, sort of, of thing. And, and, you know, being a footballer, egocentric footballer, only makes it worse. At the bo- bottom line, you know... A, a man whose mate picks up a visibly pissed woman on the street. Not she's just falling, pissed. Like she's in, fa- all right, she's fallen on the floor, she's slept or whatever, she's ruined. Yeah. Um, takes her to a hotel, texts you to say, I've got a bird. Yeah. You turn up to have your go, so to speak, while two other friends film you through a window. Mm. You're a low-caliber human being. Yeah. And Sheffield United is a community club, and you should be standing for what is correct and, and, and leading by fucking example. But just because he's a two-in-one footballer, I enjoyed the fucking lost profits, but some crimes yeah. are bigger than the fucking yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Also, the, the really horrible, horrible thing about him maintaining that he's innocent is that he's basically, he, he's effectively saying, I mean, yeah, but it wasn't like a full-on, like, yeah, aggressive yeah, yeah. rape. Yeah. I don't actually see what the big deal is. That's almost yeah. what he's saying. Like, whether, you, whether you think his crappy or cue fucking statement he put out with his, hand in hand with his fiance girlfriend, oh, yeah. right, whether you believe him or not that he genuinely believes he didn't rape someone, we can happily call him on a podcast a rapist. He was found guilty of yeah, rape. Yeah, you know, yeah. a woman having to go through the court system mm. to try and find some semblance of justice is the most unimaginable thing mm. any woman has to do, any human being has to do. And the sad thing is, a fair percentage of, uh, of women, their cases don't even get that far for a million different reasons. So Chevrolet United should be leading by example and saying, look, one of our players has been found guilty of an abhorrent crime. Yeah. Fuck him, basically. Just, yeah. Yeah. He has every right to practice football however he sees fit, but clubs don't have to employ him. Exactly. And that is the bottom line. Yeah. You don't want someone like that representing you. Mm. No, you're right. And for the, the, the Sheffield United, was it one of the directors or something to say... Well, it's. I understand the views of uh, you know a number of people like Jessica Rennes and so on and so forth. Not not just her, but you know some supporters, members of the public, and say, yeah. It's, I mean, he was all but short of saying it's a bit annoying. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. It's no, it's not annoying. You know, as, as for the aforementioned reasons, which yeah. I think have summed it up very, yeah. very well, yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, another example this week of old white men thinking they know better than everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm, yeah indeed, indeed. Uh, in League Two, um, uh, better news. A Burton Albion one, Luton uh, nil. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbanks. He's got two and two. In charge of Burton, yeah. He, he, had, a re- he had a really good result, I think, against Wickham in his first game. And they're the doing 3 well 1 away, well. I think. They yeah, won. and they're doing very well. And Luton are also doing well, so it's a great start for Hasselbanks. I think mm. he's, he looks to me, um, obviously, take a bit of a king interest in League Two and, and, and seen him here and there. He looks to me like a really inspirational figure for those players. And, and, yeah. and they obviously respect him hugely for what he's done in the Premier League and what he's achieved in the game. And, mm. And he seems to be really into it, which is great. He's not going into it like Edgar Davids. No, he's no, actually yeah, yeah. properly in it. You know? Yeah, he, he said in a re- he did a really nice interview um, the other day saying, "I don't see it as a League Two club. I just see it as a great club and great opportunity. I'm, I'm just really chuffed to be here." You're being put in charge of a football team yeah. who have a few thousand supporters and all the rest of it. Brilliant. Mm. Mm. You know, he only, yeah. he only does second divisions anyway. So he did <laughs> Antwerp. No, yeah. That's right in, the, in Belgium. <laughs> yeah. No, as you say, look, he seems to be doing it properly. Um, and uh, I, I, I would love to think those players in training, 
when it, you know Hasselbank maybe introduced, okay, we're going to do a shooting drill. You know, we'll yeah. do it like this. Give us the ball. Yeah. I did see that. I saw that on Sky Sports News. I saw a five second clip of Burton training, and it, the the start and end of it was Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank kicking the ball really fucking hard. Oh, I didn't see that. That's all you want. Oh, I just <laughs> thought it'd be brilliant if the, if the players were just like giggling, going, "Sorry, Jimmy, can you show that yeah, like, again?" Uh, the, the players were like, "Fuck, me, did you see that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like when you used to, I used to have a history teacher that he used to be a boxer, and if you used to talk about, you say, "What was it like when you were a boxer?" Rest the lesson done. Rest yeah, the lesson yeah, yeah, yeah. Always find anyway. those little pressure points. Oh, yeah, history, yeah, anyway. history teacher was a boxer as well. Mm. Yeah. Incredible. He's doing the rounds, is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe he is. I like what Hasselbank said just before we move on, saying uh, that he's trying to play some positive football. He said, uh, we're going to try to be as exciting as possible. I like my team to be positive, whatever that is. Yeah. He works that out. We're going <laughs> yeah. to find out. He's we're going to find out. Can we have a Portsmouth update? Yes, you can if you want. Yeah, Go um, on, Portsmouth had a great result at home last weekend. One three nil. Away to Tramway next week. Uh, our away form's been a problem. We got knocked out of the FA Cup by Aldershot. Yeah, it's like you're doing a post match. Yeah, our away form's been yeah. a problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, a, a rambly uh, update. But Tramway tra- tra- aren't um, aren't that great. So I mean, it'll be a real. In many ways, it's one of the most important games of the season for us next weekend because we go away to Tranmere. Our away form's been poor, but Tranmere aren't very good. So if we can win that, I think we'd be right up in the top six or seven, which is in the right position you want to be going into that Christmas period. Can so, they get promoted? They can, but they're way too inconsistent at the moment. And, and the, the uh, performance levels that some of the players expect from themselves I don't think is high enough. And so one or two players aside, they've not been anywhere near consistent enough. So we'll have to see. But those sort of divisions, as you guys know, there's so many games. They come so thick and fast. That if you get into a... Men- it's almost like a thing, that cliche about winning being a habit. If you can get mm. into it and keep going... Mm, yeah. um, then great, but of course, if your away form is not good enough, you can never do that because you always play away games every so you know, every, yeah, every, every week or whatever. So, yeah, we'll see. But it was a good result at the weekend. I, I knew they'd win at the weekend because I knew that Awful would stick a rocket out of their ass after that FA Cup <laughs> thing. So I actually bet, bet on them to win, and I hardly ever do that. Well done, the Pompsters. <laughs> um, before we leave, to these... give you a bit of perspective, okay. on, they're still in League Two and fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> is that it's what, what I was hoping yeah, really, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. But we got FA Cup winners in our lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, haven't won a game in the FA Cup since the 2010 semi-final with Brilliant. Spurs. That Brilliant. is superb. That That's fantastic. <laughs> that is quality. Uh, before we leave these... Fan- Not the word I'd use, but... Would you shut up? <laughs> before we leave these fantastic aisles, um, uh, let's go to um, international football very quickly. Scotland won England three. Yes. Mm. That was enjoyable. I thought Scotland might do the business, actually. Yeah, but they, to, they seem to have a little bit of an Arsenal Wenger, Arsenal-esque uh, barrier. They did. Yeah. Mm. They didn't quite fancy it, did they? Yeah. Well, they did fancy it, but I don't think they fully believed it. Do you know what? It was? I was up, I was up in, in, in Glasgow. Uh, for the game and I was in England obviously and the the papers after the next day all were going on about uh, what are the, the brave Scots after their bravery against Ireland they were so tired for England and they were just right. totally dismissing it and I was thinking hang on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really yeah. I, I it reminded was... me a bit like when Chile and Colombia played better teams in the World Cup they know they're a good team and they're playing well but they just couldn't quite go over that hump yeah yeah that that third England goal, beauty, the yeah. passing, because that was that was quite neat. And I, I remember thinking England had the ball in a very tight space, and I think to myself, oh, oh, were England, you actually at the game? I was there. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. And I think I was thinking to myself, oh, brilliant, we'll get a throw in in the corner anytime yeah. soon, and yeah. uh, obviously that will run a few seconds down on the yeah. clock. And they kept the ball, and they kept the ball. I said, we're going to. Somebody kick it out. This is just getting <laughs> ridiculous. And Rudy scored. I was like, stop it, England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that's the ambition of the England fans. Put it, put it out for a corner. Yeah. <laughs> Try and get a corner. Pin them in. Pin them in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, England did. I mean, it's, you know, 
not uh, the, the kind of opposition that will probably get to the latter stages of the European Championship. But Scotland have been playing well. They were off the back of a good. That's another about England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, was beautiful. Uh, Glasgow looked beautiful over the weekend. Watching the Partick match on uh, Sky, beautiful. Oh yeah, lovely. I had a lovely time. Yeah. And. Uh, Met a couple of uh, couple of chaps, didn't I? One of them called Terry Venables, and I went called Craigie Bruton. Oh wow. yeah, there cannot there. be a single person who's ever listened to the Ramble and has <laughs> access to the internet that has not seen this. <laughs> <laughs> but in case uh, there is, you should probably tell them. Ah, oh, Craigie, what a man! What a lovely, genuinely lovely man. He really was. Uh, but just quickly before we move on, they did make me laugh because we were doing a little thing. Uh, for Ball Street, um, thing I worked with uh, for the fan game, which was happened beforehand, and Craig, I said to Craig Brown, "I heard your team talk just consisted of you saying, lads, it's England.'" And he went, "No, no, no, no." He just said, "He said all I said was, lads, it's them." He was like, <laughs> "We wouldn't dignify you as giving your name, you know." And then Terry Reynolds, to be fair to him, and he said, "And all I said to them was, lads, it's us." <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Which good. I thought was very good. good. <laughs> very good, very good indeed. Uh, right, uh, on to La Liga, uh, where Barcelona beat Sevilla uh, 5-1, Messi scored a hat-trick, and became La Liga's all-time goal scorer. Mm. See, that's an important one. That's a proper one. It yeah. is, isn't yeah. it? That's a proper yeah. one. That's, you know, that's a bit of a holiday for him. Do you reckon, do you reckon that yeah. actually said to him when he found out, that I know you've had a lot of these, but seriously, this, <laughs> this one's worth it. This one's a good one. Yeah. Did you see him uh, throwing him up in the air? Yeah, 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 yeah. The game still... I know, that was really disrespectful. Was it after the, after oh, the was final? It no, <gasps> it was when he scored his, that was his, his, th- his second, their third. Yeah, sorry, fourth. Yeah, and he got the hat trick goal later, wasn't it? It was just nice ice. Yeah, I, I thought I saw that, but I thought that was at the end of the game. No, no, no. no. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> like that's not the antithesis to not celebrating against the <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. outrageous. If they did that to Ronaldo, they'd throw him up and he wouldn't come down. No, he would, he would say, I'll, I'll throw myself up, <laughs> and he would do it like lying on the grass, and he would manage to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Messi. Two hundred and fifty-three La Liga goals in ten seasons. What's the next for him? Because I mean, I, I wouldn't know who this is off the top of my head, but surely now he's got to aim for like sort of top goal scorer from any European league. Well, there's, there's, a, there's yeah. a player. I'm not. I'm not he's I'm, after Pele's one thousand. Yeah. yeah, I'm going off piece here a bit. There's a player called uh, Alcantara who he profiled. Yeah, and he. The problem with his goals for Barcelona is they a lot of them came in unofficial Paulino. games. Paulino Alcantara, yeah. but a lot of his goals came in unofficial games, didn't they? So they, they don't really count him. Mm. So, but he could still go for that. I think I don't think he's broken that record. So he could still go for that. But if he has, he forgive me. Have, he might have done. He'll certainly he will do. Well, he'll just keep adding to that. It's hard to see how that goal record is ever going to be. But he's he, twenty-seven. Yeah, if he carries on for another five seasons, I mean, get, this is a guy who can score fifty goals in one season. Mm, yeah. yeah, of course, we're talking about Liga goals here. Ninety-one that. in a calendar year. Yeah, if he can score thirty goals every season for the next five years, and it's never it's never going to be tough. Because Cristiano no. Ronaldo's got, I think, one hundred and ninety-seven, or, or certainly very close to. But that He's figure. older anyway. Yeah, he's older, yeah. but La Liga goals. That is, yeah. and you think, yeah, and it's easy to see it, Ronaldo moving on anyway. Yeah, but, uh, but it's not quite as easy to see Messi doing that. Kian Balaga wrote a thing on Sky. Sports.com uh, today saying about um, he felt that if the team doesn't improve and they don't start to um, build a, another great side around Messi that he may move on well there's also talk coming out of it seems Messi's camp that he's considering leaving Spain because of the tax troubles yeah. say, is he considering paying his taxes or <laughs> is he going to do it Maradona <laughs> yeah I mean they say they're quite similar yeah there's, there's another parallel there yeah, uh, yeah right. but apparently he uh, the refused I think Real Madrid players and maybe was it Rafa Nadal as well uh, apparently have, have not had the same sort of um, rigorous um, um, or been subjected to the same treatment that Messi's been subjected mm. to in terms of uh, paying his tax whereas just pay your tax but, yeah but yeah. apparently if you then if you, if you get you'll of, have loads left over a, apparently the way it works in Spain is if there's an issue and they go pay your tax and you go oh alright then 
generally it's fine, but they can still make you go to court. And right. apparently that's what they're doing to Messi, but haven't done to any right. of the um, Madrid-based uh, Madrid athletes. So that, right. that's his very uh, pernickety issue, apparently. If there's one right, thing yeah. I would be sure that um, this whole thing would happen would, would be that they would turn it into some sort of Barcelona Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always, it always happens. I, I mean, when they were throwing Messi up in the air, that is a welcome throw-up for Messi. Yep. Yeah, it is. Hey, it good one, mate. Much Just is. move on. <laughs> yeah. Got See it. that Real Madrid match where the, Whoa, the, camp, where the camera got hit? No. They kicked the, I, My mate said to me, I wasn't actually watching the match, but they, they suddenly booted the ball and it hit the camera. Smack bang in the middle. Yeah, like miles up. Yeah, yeah mate, right in the stands. Right in the, uh, right so the stands. It is a stadium of about 5,500. <laughs> yeah. So the camera's a it's bit still more. good, though. Yeah, yeah. it's still... It on, the, on the gantry, Marcus. I, 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 I should get a goal for that. You should get a goal for it. That'd be amazing. What's happening? We get a goal for that. What? What I like about that, it was the first thing my mate Al watched on his new 3D telly. Oh, amazing. Wow. Wow! What a way to mark the occasion. <laughs> Did he get a bruise? Is yeah. it that good? <laughs> um, uh, it's brilliant to see a, a team whose stadium capacity is like five and a half thousand in one of Europe's best leagues. Mm. Yeah. Just they amazing. tried to stop him coming into the division, didn't they? No, no, stopping that. No, exactly. Yeah, there you are. Um, uh, David Moyes got his first point in his first game in charge of Real Sociedad. They yeah. drew 0-0 away to Deportivo. Um, so it, it, the, during the match, Moyes, I think, stepped out of his technical area and passed the ball to one of his players to take a quick free kick. And it, it absolutely incensed one of the Deportivo coaches who was ranting and raving at him because Moyes didn't speak the language. Do you reckon he was going, we don't do that here. <laughs> we don't do that here. Moyes turned around and just, and, 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 and just uh, sort of wafted his hand in a calm down kind yeah. of manner, which just pissed him off even more. <laughs> do you reckon nice. he was going, I don't care what you do in your Manchester United, which I've never heard of, by the <laughs> way, but over here, <laughs> we don't do that. Steve Bruce did a couple of kicky-ups, I noticed. Did he? On the sideline, yeah. Still got it. Yeah, still got it. Still got it. And Moyes has gone there on his own. For the moment, mm. so he's walked into the whole setup. He's I think. an adult, you know. He's like an adult man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know how to change this light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's not taking any of his coaching stuff yet. I think they'll come later. Is that because mm. he took two men into United? Maybe. Now he's gone the other way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like MC Hammer, an enormous uh, entourage, oh, yeah. and it'll cost him. It would be the right um, month to go to Spain, I think. Do you think so? It was, p- it was absolutely pissing it down. It's not that Lovely nice. Do you know that? No, it's, the, 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 it's not that nice. The, the, the plane no, no. they were on tried to land twice and they couldn't because of bad weather. They had to land yeah. at a different airport. Oh, fuck off, Pete. Yeah, <laughs> lovely time about? to go. Yeah, lovely time. To Unless go you're spin. flying. To be fair, he is from Hartlepool. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I am waiting for the Spanish tourist board. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy New Year and a yeah. fine job you're doing too in Spain. Um, Serie A time. It was the Milan derby. Has there ever been such a damp squib of a Milan derby? No, just no one cares now. It's just also because it was. Um, Inzaghi against uh, Mancini. That was the, the main expectations bit. Expectations were raised very high. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, before the game, people were tweeting, "Oh my goodness, have you seen the teams?" Because in the last twenty years, even twenty-five years, you could go as far to say this was one of the biggest fixtures in world oh, football. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and and certainly, in it- it's not even one of the biggest fixtures in Italy. No. Both sides um, will be lucky if they get into the Champions League. Or one of them will. It's weird. Isn't it, it's it? strange. You look at that that that, uh, that those lineups, and there's Montari and Essien and mm. a few other ex. Uh, it's all about Juve and Roma now, really, isn't yeah. it? It is. Yeah. Quite sad to see. Yeah, but they'll, they'll be back. I mean, they're massive but an, club. But yeah. a nice goal from Menes, though. If you saw that yeah. lovely little volley. That's um, a great signing for Milan. Yeah. He's I really hope they get back underrated. To, to where they were. There's only, one, there's only one goal we've talked about in Italy this weekend. Indeed, there was. It was Antonio Di Natale's 200th Serie A goal in his 400th Serie A appearance. Like yeah, I do as well. <laughs> the symmetry of that is just perfect. Like <laughs> a Christmas, Christmas tree. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, and, and that overshadowed Messi <laughs> in yeah. my head. 
<laughs> Di Natale, perfect. He it's quite as... mad to think that Messi scored more league goals than that. Yeah. That's yeah. True, 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 true. Um, he became the seventh player to reach that mark. Silvio Piola, Francesco Totti, Gunnar Nodal, Giuseppe Miazza, Jose Altafini and Roberto Baggio are the others. I think we've profiled all of them. Maybe, I don't mm. know, I can't remember if we've done Al, Al Tafini, yeah, but Al all Tafini, the others, think, yeah. all the others we have. You know, so there you are. Well done, us. Yeah, well mm. done. Yeah, the we do Piola, definitely. Done yeah, I think we've done. Yeah. It's all on the website, isn't it? All yeah. on there. Oh, and there. Get yourselves over there. Um, uh, oh, let's go to Argentina for a, a funny little story, um, which I saw in, in said and done. Uh, a story from the lower leagues of Argentina, no doubt uh, or no less. Um, the president of clubside Textil Mandiu, uh, Jorge Abib, has denied claims from the team's players that he broke into their apartments and robbed them after a defeat. <laughs> It's <laughs> outrageous. It's funny because it's a really serious crime. Shouldn't yeah. have to deny that, though. No. Um, it's true, it's a long night as well. <laughs> it's a lot of apartments. They all live in the same block. <laughs> he's like the anti-claws, isn't he? He's like Santa Claus. I like they all live in the same block, and he thought, well, I've done one. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm here. How angry do you have to be? Yeah. I'm taking back from you. Yeah. Um, one of the players said that uh, President Abib stole cash and made death threats, with another quoted as saying, it was wild, the president smashed everything up. Busy wow. evening. By your 11th break-in, how are you still that angry? I don't yeah. know. Have you not been caught? <laughs> <laughs> Were they all out? Yeah. It must have been. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, was it like, so the police have been called, and they've not put two together that nine <laughs> players of the same team have been robbed, and they've got no idea who the next two are going to fucking be. That's a joke. <laughs> What are they paying the police for? They've got well, one of those um, like wall charts where there's a string connecting yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, wow, we don't know who's next. Well, hang on. Abib responded. President Abib responded. He said, it's lies. These players are bums and drunks. If anything, they rob me. Right. Oh, you're in their house. <laughs> Yeah. One thing that hasn't happened is yeah. that they robbed you. That yeah. hasn't happened. P.S. Would anyone like to buy a Blu-ray player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> and before we go to the mystery voice game, should we go to China? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, we would normally stop by there. Ben's yeah, so. back in business, baby. Yeah, so see you there, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Get that music see down. Ya. There's more of the story. He seized the managerial reins at Shanghai, East you, Asia. Just All like, of our no, favourite. You make it sound like he staged a coup of the club there. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt there, but I think that 80% of the people listening to the show and have fallen asleep have now turned it off. They've <laughs> <laughs> woke up by the music and gone, well, that's that. <laughs> oh, dear. This is the silly bit at the end. Yeah, I wondered, I wondered uh, uh, which Chinese team to support. So, yep, Shanghai, East Asia. I've gone to Shanghai in uh, March, so I'll, I'll check them out. I'm going to try are. and check them out. Get, there we go. Wonderful. I'm coming, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Um, yeah, in a million different ways. He's, uh, Sven, he's got fifty-two million pounds to spend. He has got the same amount, doesn't he? Is that just <laughs> on his own? You know, doesn't specify players. Yeah, his own fashion war chest. <laughs> you actually put in the running order. Yep. He did lead Chinese side Zhuang Zhu to a third place finish last season, so he has experience and pedigree in the Chinese Super League. Wow. Yeah, just fucking get over it. If I'm getting paid by the Spanish tourist board, you're his PR guy. It's like a love letter. Yeah. Oh, my, my uncle Sven has experience and, and pedigree in this league. Jesus. <laughs> it's over, Mark. I think his agent is uh, Athol Still. It is, yeah. Still. Still, yeah. We well, had tall grip and Atoll still in the, in the camp. Brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. To the point where, do you remember Hans Blix? Yeah. yeah the, the UN uh, weapons inspector. Yeah. In my head, he worked for Sven. Not Hans Blix. No, that was, that was, that was that another, another guy. Another football person, yeah. isn't it? Forget yeah. who. Know your hands. Mm. Uh, <laughs> hands back was one of. Know <laughs> what your hands are doing. Mates, is that right? <laughs> Along with Tokyo Sex Whale. Yeah. <laughs> I miss Tokyo yeah. Sex Whale. We don't talk enough about him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but you can talk about that <laughs> in many ways. No. 
And now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is time for uh, Pete's Mystery Voice Game. A lot of entries this week. I think it whetted the appetite. Whetted the appetite. Oh, yes. Because uh, uh, obviously it was a bit of a rollover. Uh, 75 minutes here to, to work. Uh, the other play, probably 45, but uh, they asked me if uh, they come to play 50 minutes more. Um, a lot of people got it quite wrong. Uh, Nathaniel French, Roberto Di, Di Matteo, uh, Mendieta, your carriage, he says, uh, Fernando Morientes, Craig Andrews, uh, Leonardo Aloha, uh, Ellen Harvey, no, Sergio Aguero, Don Barry, no, Enemy, wide of the enemies, mark, massively. Of uh, Brandon Cordy, <laughs> Nacho Monreal, go Arsenal, he says, hard to be a gooner, Cordy, he says. Um, yeah, it, it just pretty much all of that. I just need to type in the, who it actually is so I can find out who has got it right. Um, so this is the one that rolled over, right? This is the one that rolled over yeah. from, uh, from two weeks ago. Who got it? Four people got Ooh, it right well after, after a second week. Alistair, Callum Eidman, Thomas Quigley and Dan Burke. You all got it right. It was Attilio Lombardo. Oh, oh nice. nice one. Well Being done. interviewed at uh, Manchester City, I do believe. Mm. Mm. So what have we got this week? Crystal Palace, mate. We've got this. Um, I don't think we, we played a fantastic game. Uh, bit of rustiness, I think. You know, It's been a long, long break. Uh, we didn't start the game off very well. It's great to very few chances. All right, if you know who that is, do get in touch. Voice at thefootballramble.com. Here it is again. Um, I don't think we, we played a fantastic game. Uh, bit of rustiness, I think. You know, it's been a long, long break. Uh, we didn't start the game off very well. It's great to very few chances. Voice at thefootballramble.com. Marcus Speller. Hello. Hmm. Uh, it, it's not me. It's over to Luke Moore for the oh, highlights sorry. of the footballing. Week. That's right. We normally go to Marcus into me. Mm. So that's it's, fine. It's, it's the scenic. No, route. I like that. You give it back to me yeah. so I can uh, pass the ball on. Highlights of the week this week. Same as usual. Yep. Uh, well, not the same highlights, but the same print. The same. Uh, the same. Uh, what's it called? The same premise. Um, Fraser Woods five on Twitter says, "I was in the barbers with Kenny Miller." We all know he's bald, but he gets his head shaved every couple of days, according to his barber. That's a prime example of Rangers' money being spent on the wrong people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is a good one from Ben Cattle. He says, I saw X-Man United and Chelsea goalkeeper Mark Bosnich eating pizza in Darlinghurst, Sydney. Hashtag Hawaiian. Oh. Pete, anything to say on that? Hmm... Hawaiian's a, a good pizza. Cut. It's a solid choice. Yeah, yeah. People, people have a problem with the pineapple, but I'm fine with that. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I can understand those people, but I can understand those who, who like it too. Uh, Robert Kingston from last week's been back in touch. He says, my heart of the week was Marcus's supportive reaction to my successful job hunt. I'll support him just as enthusiastically when he gets a real job. Thanks. Oof. Oh, have some of that. One no, in no, no. the ice spells, he. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Robert Kingston. He got well, a job at the... Uh, exactly. get him. Sorry? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it right with that? Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll go with Jim's he got, answer. He got a job where? Uh, was it some hotel or something? I can't remember. Yeah. It was a hotel or something. No doubt he's lost it already. We were pleased for him then. I'm, I'm, pleased, I'm pleased for him now. Spellsy. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. L- live out this beef on your own time. <laughs> yeah. You, um, you got, you got. He attacked me, what? and you're siding with him. Well, I'll tell you we're, what, we're all as one here, Donaldson. Here's another one. This is from Dan Pugh. It focuses on you, Marcus. Oh, so listen intently. Go on. He says. Uh, what have I done? He's emailed me this earlier in the week and he said, uh, sorry for jumping the gun on the whole lot of the week, Luke, but I didn't want to forget. As a Sunderland fan living in London, I was quite content travelling back from Leicester with an away draw from a game that had such little quality. I was even happy to get a glimpse of David the Difference Nugent for the last 10 minutes. 
However, my highlight came on the last leg of my journey on the district line to Wimbledon, where I'm pretty sure I was in the same carriage as a sleepy Marcus Speller. Oh. Yeah, I do like to sleep on I'm the tube. Yeah. He says, obviously being very starstruck, I was waiting for the right time to pass on my good wishes to Marcus, but noticed he was very comfortable in a little doze, most likely dreaming about his recent meet-up with Craigie Brown, or hope of sometime getting to do the same with yeah. Svenigans. I hope he had a safe and relaxing journey from Wimbledon, and that he's truly refreshed for this week's ramble. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw him looking at me, so I pretended to be asleep. Fair enough. That's a joke. I do like a little snooze on the chat. I had one on the way here. That's from Dan Pugh. Yeah, oh, thanks, Dan. The line between Gunnersbury and Earl's Court is quite good. The district line. Yeah. Nice for a little snooze. Uh-huh. Mm. Mike Lee's been in touch. He says... Uh, the filmmaker, Mike Lee. No, it isn't. It's spelt differently. He says... Um, Spike Lee, the filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> says, My highlight is Fellaini's face when England's brave Jack Wilshire headbutted him in the bullsack. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, mm. we, oh, Jamie White was the guy who got in touch about Oscar Foster Costa. Mm. We've touched on that already. Um... Anthony Duran says the release of the trailer for the fourth Jurassic Park film. What? Yeah, it, it's more of a teaser, teaser trailer. It's a teaser. Yeah. Jurassic World. Which I do not endorse. This is big news in our world. Piss I'm not get off the this. Well, you have to look it up. It's, right. it's very, very okay. short, as, as Pete said. Um, uh, Don Miller says, Mine will be listening to the Football Ramble on my flight over to Sydney tomorrow approximately 24 times in a row. Hashtag new job, <laughs> new life. Good luck with that, Dom. Yeah, yeah good luck you with got, that You got job. any comments, Marcus? No, good luck with job? the job. Okay, yeah. It's not been specific, so I hope it's not some sort of like... Uh, yeah, no, I hope he does, I hope he does, <laughs> yeah. I hope he does very well. Do anyway, I hope mate. he does very well. But, you know, I hope he doesn't turn around and, and shove our, you know, Encouragement up our what's it? No, good same. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, we can all agree with you yeah. on that. Damn Final right, one Jim. here from Craig Henry he says my highlight of the week is listening to the all the Arsenal and Liverpool fans whine about wanting their manager sacked just weeks after calling all Newcastle United fans fickle. <laughs> Arsenal won the <laughs> FA Cup last year, and Liverpool finished second in the league, but Newcastle United fans weren't allowed to complain because they finished fifth once. Go fuck yourself. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I cleared, cleared that. Cause I thought it was a fair point. Yeah, it is a fair point. point. One of my highlights of the week was John Aldridge's reaction on Twitter to the uh, the Liverpool oh, defeat. Um, someone was giving him a little bit of stick um, someone obviously in Liverpool and he kept asking for his address Weird. basically saying I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send the boys around and have your head kicked in wow classy just, stuff wow. stay classy John Aldridge <laughs> yeah. I respect you as a goal, uh, goal scorer I don't respect you as a human being <laughs> mm. I respect um, you as an Ian Rush lookalike yeah I respect you for how much you look like Ian Rush I fulfilled that job almost as well yeah. <laughs> but I don't, ref- I don't respect you as a human being um, uh, uh, a highlight certainly is um, the news coming out of Romanian prisons that uh, Gigi Bacala is bringing a book out Right. All right. In time for the Christmas market. Good at well, mm. shrewd. Yeah, shrewd. Um, good uh, performance by the uh, women's England team on um, Soccer M, the crossbar challenge. They were better than most of the Premier League teams I've seen. Shame they lost to Germany, but uh, brilliant mm. that the turnout at Wembley was I'm so good. I'm just surprised to hear that Soccer M is still going. It, it was on the telly while I was at work. All oh, right, fair I was waiting for the uh, early kickoff. Just remember, if you're watching it, you're keeping it afloat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I don't, think, I don't think it works like that. No. Uh, but if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Ramble.com, where you can see all the profiles of all those Italian goal-scoring beauties and more. Oh, and there's a Swede in there as well, Gun and Order. Yeah, and keep an eye on uh, Kelly Wells, who's the editor of FootballRamble.com, and her excellent work, because it really is worth checking out every mm. damn day. Damn right. Uh, Pete. Kelly Wells is brilliant. That as well. Kelly Wells forever! Absolute radio. If destroyed, still true. Um, <laughs> we are going to be heading to Anfield for live and exclusive coverage of Liverpool versus Stoke City. John Champion, Clark Carlisle in the commentary box. Mickey Flanagan with the big match warm-up with Russ Williams. And then Wrighty and Stoney will be here at full time. Isn't Mickey Flanagan really old? I feel like he's in his heard... mid-50s. Yeah. Yeah, Is he? He's much uh, older than he looks. Yeah, he's got a really flowing black mane, though, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's on his way out. out. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it. Oh, OK, good. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Pete. Me, chimp. <laughs>